Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with, uh, with you on another week of teaching. This week, we're going to talk about prophesy as commanded. Prophesy as commanded. Father, Lord, I commit this work unto you. And you said in the book of Proverbs that you will establish my thoughts. So, Holy Father, great L, the great I am, I lean upon you this morning. And I ask for your assistance, Lord, that your spirit, Lord, that is within me is, is, is going to work. For it is you who is at work within me, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Confirm your word, Father, in me, Father, and through me, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, prophesy, brothers and sisters, as commanded. Say this, say, I will prophesy as commanded. Now, you might say, I don't know about that. I, I, I want you to say it. I want you to say it. Because in 1 Corinthians 14, the Bible say, desire spiritual gifts and rather that you prophesy. Now, say it. Say, I will prophesy as commanded. Now, I want you to say this. Say, I am prophetic. Now, you might say, why would you say that everyone is prophetic? Well, in, in Acts, the second chapter, God said in the last days, He's going to pour his spirit out upon all flesh and his sons and daughters shall prophesy your sons and daughters and you are a son and you are a daughter. So you're going to prophesy. The Bible never said the spirit of prophecy was reserved only for the prophets. Now there is a ministry gift that is the office of a prophet, but the spiritual gift of prophecy can be upon anybody. And just like speaking in tongues, anybody can receive that gift. You see what I'm saying? The gifts and callings of God are without repentance, but God say desire spiritual gifts. So you get spiritual gifts by desiring them. You ask the Lord for them. You say, Lord, I desire it. You have a desire. It's nothing wrong with desiring a spiritual gift. Because when you desire a spiritual gift, you are, you are obeying God. So why do God want his people to have spiritual gifts? Why do he want them to prophesy? Well, in 1 Corinthians 14, we know that prof prophecy is uh, exhortation, comfort, and uh, uh, to exalt. Uh, uh, man, it was another one. I'm going to go to it in a few minutes. Matter of fact, let me, let me pull it up real quick. I was going to go somewhere else today, but let, let's go to that right now. Let's see. 1 Corinthians 1 and 14. I meant to say uh, 1 Corinthians 14 and, and at verse 1. It says, follow after charity. The word charity is uh, uh, means love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. So when you desire first, first you got to fall out the love. Now that, now that's now, now some people fall out the prophecy first, but not out the love, but first you have to fall out the love and see if you, if you want to learn about love and I need to teach on it some more for my own benefit and for your benefit, because I think that's a subject need to be taught on it. Uh, uh, often because a lot of times that's where the enemy try to get us in our love life for each other and that's 
that's a hindrance to the moving of the spirit. So you got to follow out the love. So the spiritual gifts are, are activated and motivated by love. Because, see, when you love somebody, you want to give them something that's going to help them, see. And when you speak to, into a person's life, it's going to help them. So, so when, but you won't be able to speak good into their life unless you, unless you love them. See, a lot of people think prophecy is like the Old Testament where it says, Thus said the Lord, I'm going to kill everybody in the city. That's what most people want. But if you study the scriptures, God will talk about, yeah, he might give a warning, but if that, if that person repent, God is not going to let it happen what he want, what he might have had the prophet prophesy to happen. But sometimes you have a lot of Christians that want doom and gloom on people. We're not sent to mess up men's lives. We're sent to try to save them and try to bless them. Now, it is a place for that, but God always try to correct the person first. So listen to me. Verse 2, it says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaking not unto men, but unto God. Now, I pray in the Spirit all the time. That's speaking in tongues. But I'm really praying unto God, not to men. Why? Because it says, For no man understanding him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. So I speak these mysteries all the time. I pray in the Spirit all the time. While I'm delivering mail, I pray in the Spirit. I pray in the Spirit walking around at work. You know, I try to do it when no one is looking or listening to me. But I pray in the Spirit all the time. Why? Because I'm speaking mysteries, but I'm praying to God. But watch this. This is what I, I want to focus on this third verse. He that prophesies, speak it unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Now, a lot of people thought that prophesying was only telling the future. Now, now it is that, but it's not only that. Listen to it, what, what prophecy is. He that prophesies, speak it unto men to edification. Now, what does the word edification mean? Edification means to build someone up morally or intellectually. So you could you could pretty much say I prophesy all the time. See, it says to speak it unto me into edification. Now I'm gonna say it again. Edification means to build a person up uh, 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 morally or intellectually. So when you're going purposely trying to build somebody up morally or intellectually, you're prophesying to them or you're speaking into their life. How many understand that? Okay, what's the other definition of pro pro what, what does he that prophesied do? Exhortation. Exhortation is to, to speak persuasive, uh, to encourage a person to something good. Exhortation. See, one player said exhort one another daily. Other words, prophesy to one another daily. And the other one is to comfort. Comfort, I looked up all these definitions. Comfort had two definitions. One of them is to, uh, to relieve a person of their grief. And the other one is to relieve a person of pain. Yeah, relieve them of tiredness of pain. So, this weekend, a person I, I know had a medical condition. Okay, so now listen now. I want you to really catch this revelation. 
he that prophesied, speaking unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. I did all three of these this weekend. Okay, the person's heartbeat wasn't right. Let's say the heartbeat was one, it was um, hovering around between 130 and 140. And then the person's blood pressure, one, one time it was too high, one time it was too low. So what I did, I said, I'm going to prophesy. I said, I prophesy. I prophesy that that heartbeat is, is, is coming down. And I, I quoted a number, 80, 90. It's coming down in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come down. Heartbeat, come down to 90 in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I might have said it over and over again. Heartbeat. I said, come down. I might have said it about 50 times. And, and about 15 minutes later, 30 minutes later, I just kept praying. Suddenly, that heartbeat went from 138 to 88 and didn't move again. Hallelujah. And, with the, and then I did the same thing for the blood pressure. I said, I command you to be 120 over 8. I prophesy. I say, I prophesy to your blood pressure. Be 120 over 80 in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I kept prophesying. Guess what? That got to around 122 over 77 or something like that. Other words, I prophesied to this person's body until their vital signs was perfect. And then the doctors ran the test, and then they started saying, well, we don't know what happened. They had to bring in a specialist the next day and say, well, we think there was one of the things where you just got off for a minute, your body got out of whack, and now it's back. Well, prophesying is to what? Edification, exhortation, and comfort. I got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.